Good morning. You're listening to AM 1240, 94.1 KCVL, 92.1 KCRK. Wow, it is coming down out there. we got a lot of snow overnight, and we have some school closures and delays to talk about. Right now, we are in a winter storm warning that will remain in effect until around 10 a.m. tomorrow. Heavy snow expected to accumulate between 6 and 12 inches here in the valley and 10 to 16 inches in the mountains. We're talking areas like Oren Rice Road, Athol, Flowery Trail Road, Priest River, Springdale, Hunters Road, Northport, Deer Park, Kettle Falls, Sandpoint, Colville, Newport, Chawila, all over. So you should be extra prepared for winter driving conditions, especially today during the morning hours. If you must travel, keep an extra flashlight, food, and water in your vehicle in case of an emergency. So you should delay all travel if possible. If it's necessary, drive with extreme caution and be prepared for sudden changes in visibility. Leave plenty of room between you and the motorist ahead of you and allow extra time to reach your destination. Avoid sudden braking or acceleration and be especially cautious on hills or when making turns. Make sure your car is winterized and in good working order. So right now, the uh, school districts with a two-hour late start are Colville and Lind Ritzville. Outside of that, everything else has now been canceled. We just got word in from Kettle Falls that it has now switched from a two-hour delay to being canceled for the day, along with Mary Walker down in Springdale, Chewila, Reardon-Edwall, Liberty, and Loon Lake. We had no word yet on any other school districts right now. That's what we have reported so far this morning. The Keller House and Museum Annual Christmas Tour is back. We got all the details on the event coming up on Friday. We're the Stevens County Historical Society. We help maintain the Keller House and the museum here in Colville. This is the Keller House Christmas Tour. It's been quite a while. The last one was 2019. We haven't been able to do it due to COVID. Same reason everybody else has. And we're real excited to be able to do it again this year. It is a fundraiser for us. So what people do is they come, they visit the Keller House. The outside of the Keller House is beautifully decorated. The inside is stunning. We have a half dozen people that are decorating the inside of the Keller House. In addition to that, the museum itself is decorated. In fact, they're working on it right now. And we'll have in our learning center, which is the back end of the museum, we'll have punch and cookies. We have a mitten tree, which we've done for a long time. We ask people to either make or purchase and bring mittens and gloves, which we send out to schools all around the area so that the kids have something warm for the winter. Mitten tree, our curator, you usually is down there and if you have mittens that we take donations for that a number of folks have made them and they bring them in so the kids are getting personally crafted mittens and hats we are not doing the gingerbread house this year for 2019 nori triplet did such a stunning job that we just couldn't find anything that would top that so we haven't repeated the gingerbread house 
Everybody here is bringing in cookies. The Keller House, we are going to have music. So as you come into the Keller House, you'll be greeted. Each room is just beautifully decorated. And we're going to have musicians playing. And one of the things we're real excited about this year, they're going to be using Anna Keller's piano. We got it back at the very end of April, and this will be the first time the pianists are using Anna's piano. And we're really excited to see their reaction to that. The last two years, because we didn't have the Christmas tour, all the grounds were decorated and we kept the lights up all December long. But this time, I'm not sure they're going to do that. I haven't heard a discussion about it, but you can come up. There are just all the Christmas lawn ornaments out on the lawn for our winter weather. We just want to see you guys. We love the Keller House. We love the museum. They've spent a lot of time decorating it, and we'd like to show it off to you because we just enjoy having you here. I'm Sue Richart, and I'm the treasurer for the Stevens County Historical Society. The location is 700 North Wind Street in Colville, and the tour starts Friday at 4 and goes till 7, then Saturday 2 till 7, and Sunday 2 till 6. You can call 684 5968 for more information. We will be right back with more local news. Experience, technology, satisfaction, a written warranty, and over 30 years' experience. That's what makes Davis Auto Rebuild stand out from the rest. At Davis Auto Rebuild, customers are our number one priority, and we realize how difficult it is to be without your vehicle. So we make it easier for you with loaner and rental cars, and also help with your insurance claims. Call Davis Auto Rebuild at 684-3137 or stop in at 1175 South Main in Colville and see the Davis Auto Rebuild difference. Here is an update on the avian influenza virus in Washington State from the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife. It's the Wildlife Question of the Week. Hi, I'm Stacy Lehman with the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife. WDFW gets a lot of questions from members of the public. We were recently asked if we are seeing a resurgence of avian influenza cases in Northeast Washington this fall and into the winter. To date, we are not, but other parts of the state, such as Whatcom County and in Southwest Washington, have seen large numbers of dead or sick birds in the past few weeks. With the cold weather returning, we see wild birds flocking together to feed, and that's when avian influenza, which is also known as bird flu, appears to actively spread in some areas. Avian influenza occurs naturally among wild aquatic birds like ducks, geese, swans, and gulls, and it can also infect poultry and other birds and some animal species. Avian influenza viruses spread through saliva, nasal secretions, feces, and contaminated surfaces. They can be transmitted to domestic birds such as chickens, ducks, and turkeys, and infection generally leads to death. Unfortunately, at this time, there's no vaccine or treatment currently available to treat this disease. It is possible also for these viruses to transmit to humans, but not easily. While it's extremely unlikely that hunters or people feeding wild birds could contract it, we do recommend that people take some precautions such as wearing disposable gloves when they clean harvested birds or bird feeders, don't harvest or handle birds that are obviously sick or that you find dead, do not eat, drink, or smoke while cleaning game, wash hands with soap and water immediately after handling game or cleaning bird feeders, and wash tools in your work surfaces that you use to clean game birds with soap and water, then disinfect with a 10% bleach solution. In order to protect other wildlife, we ask hunters to not dispose of bird carcasses in the field where scavengers can find them and potentially spread the virus. Instead, we ask that you double bag any carcasses and place them in the garbage, 
bury or incinerate them. And to lower the risk of the virus spreading to domestic animals or pets, don't allow your cats or dogs or other animals to scavenge sick or dead birds or interact with sick wildlife at all. For more information on avian influenza, go to our website at wdfw.wa.gov and type avian influenza into the search tool that's in the upper right-hand corner of the page. You can also report sick or dead birds there and view a map showing where confirmed cases of the virus have been found in Washington. If you have questions for the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife, send it to communications at dfw.wa.gov or you can call 509-563-5495. Please include an email address or phone number because you can win a prize for asking questions. There's a random drawing each week of people who submit questions and if your name is drawn, you can win a can of bear spray to take with you on your outdoor adventures. Tune in to the news Wednesdays at 7, 8, noon, and 5 for the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife Wildlife Question of the Week. Email questions you have on fish, wildlife, habitat, hunting, and more to communications at dfw.wa.gov or call 509-563-5495 and we will answer one question every Wednesday. Ring in this holiday season with something you can only do in Colville. It's the Stevens County Historical Society's 2022 Christmas Tour of the Keller House and Museum. This Christmas Tour is a fundraiser for the Historical Society, so they are asking for donations. Tours will be taking place Friday, December 2nd from 4 to 7, Saturday, December 3rd from 2 to 7, and Sunday, December 4th from 2 to 6. The Keller House Museum is located at 700 North Wind Street in Colville. If you have any questions, call 684-5968. At Christmas time, many families in Washington State enjoy gathering around the tree to celebrate the holiday season and reflect on the past year as you prepare for the holiday. The Washington State Fire Marshal's Office wants you to know that a small fire involving a Christmas tree can grow very quickly. When picking, placing, and lighting your Christmas tree, follow the following steps to increase fire safety. Select a tree that is fresh and has green needles that do not fall off when touched. Cut two inches from the base of the tree trunk before placing it in the tree stand. Keep all heat sources at least three feet away from the tree. This includes fireplaces, portable heaters, and candles. Heat sources too close to the tree cause more than one in five of the home fires. Do not block exits or exit pathways with the tree. Add water to the tree stand reservoir daily to keep the tree hydrated. Use lights that are listed by a quality testing laboratory and select the type appropriate for the location of the tree. Some lights are to be used only indoor or outdoor settings. If, you, if using an extension cord for your tree lights, avoid putting cords under rugs and carpets across doorways or where they can be damaged or pinched. Follow manufacturer's instructions for all light strands and replace any with worn or broken cords or loose bulb connections. Almost one-third of home Christmas tree fires are caused by electrical problems. Never use lit candles with live flames to decorate a tree. And always turn off your tree lights before leaving home or going to bed. Remove dried out trees from inside your home and do not place them in your garage or against your home. For more information, you can contact the State Fire Marshal's Office at 360-596-3929. We'll be right back with 
news from around the region, sports, and weather. Hi, this is Sarah from Reimagined Home in beautiful downtown Colville. We are your premier one-stop shop for flooring, blinds, furniture, gifts, and home decor. Everything you need to turn your house into your dream home. Right now, you can get a great deal on Karistan carpet. Our best-selling styles are up to a dollar off per square foot. Come check out our great selection at 108 South Main or give us a call at 509-684-4673. Douglas County PUD is amending its facility to use agreement with the Confederated Tribes of the Colville Reservation for a fish rearing program. The amendment allows tribe members to rear or raise juvenile summer Chinook at the Wells Fish Hatchery. The PUD will also provide holding and transferring of surplus adult fish into the blocked areas upstream at Chief Joseph and Grand Coulee Dams under the agreement. According to Ivory, the rearing program, including tagging the fish, will cost $344,000 and it'll cost $30 per adult fish held. The cost of the two efforts, the raising of juvenile Chinook and transferring of adult fish, will be reimbursed by the Colville tribes. The one-year contract would only run through 2023. We'll be right back. Sandra's Furniture is hosting the Colville Chamber of Commerce's Christmas Tree Extravaganza. Check out the eight different sponsored trees at Sandra's and buy a ticket for just a dollar for your chance to win a tree with all the gifts. While you're there, pick up an eggnog or peppermint latte at Big Al's Coffee Shop and browse the beautiful furniture and displays at Sandra's. The Christmas Tree Extravaganza at Sandra's Furniture opens seven days a week until Christmas. All right, we just got word that Onion Creek School District has chosen to cancel school today, so you can add that to the list. Canceled schools today are Chewila, Reardon, Edwall, Liberty, Loon Lake, Mary Walker, and Kettle Falls. Two-hour late start are Colville and Lind Ritzville. Back to regional news. A 22-year-old 20, Seattle man has been sentenced to four years in prison after being arrested while trying to board a flight to join the Islamic State group last year. Elvin Hunter Bjorn Williams was arrested at Seattle Inter SeaTac International Airport as he checked in for a flight to Cairo and later pleaded guilty to one count of providing support to a foreign terrorist organization. U.S. District Court Judge John C. Kraunhauer on Tuesday imposed a four-year sentence to be followed by 15 years of supervised release. It was far below the 15-year prison term sought by prosecutors. The judge cited Williams's history of mental health difficulties. The... Uh, according to uh, the U.S. office in Seattle. One of the 31 members of a white supremacist group arrested near an Idaho Pride event earlier this year has pleaded guilty to disturbing the peace. The Alexander N. Sissenstein of Midvale, Utah, pleaded guilty to uh, the misdemeanor charge on Monday. Prosecutor said Sissenstein and 
and the other Patriot Front members plan to violently disrupt the Pride celebration in the northern Idaho city of Coeur d'Alene. The men were arrested June 11th after they were found packed into the back of a U-Haul truck with riot gear near the city park where the celebration was underway. All were initially charged with misdemeanor conspiracy to riot. The city of Portland has settled a federal lawsuit over its police bureau's use of tear gas and other crowd control devices during racial justice protests in 2020. Under the settlement filed Tuesday in U.S. District Court in Portland, the city has agreed to pay $250,000 to five demonstrators who claim they were subject to tear gas while protesting lawfully. The city has also agreed to stop using rubber ball distraction devices, commonly known as flashbang grenades, as part of an injunction lasting 14 months. The lawsuit was originally filed in June of 2020 by the nonprofit Don't Shoot Portland. A judge has lifted a temporary restraining order that limited wolf hunting in Montana, saying there is nothing to suggest rules now in place will make wolf populations unsustainable in the short term. District Judge Christopher Abbott also rejected concerns raised by environmental groups that harvesting up to six wolves just outside Yellowstone National Park could harm the park's wolf population. Tuesday's decision dissolves the temporary restraining order Abbott issued on November 16 and restores the hunting and trapping rules the state set in August. The rules allow the killing of up to 450 wolves in Montana. Individuals are allowed to take up to 20 wolves. And an Oregon state senator who made veiled threats against the Oregon State Police and the Senate president says he's pursuing a freedom of speech lawsuit against fellow lawmakers who sanctioned him. The Senate Conduct Committee on Monday rescinded the three-year-old requirement that Senator Bryant Boquist give 12 hours notice before coming to the Oregon State Capitol. The interim safety measures had been ordered by the committee to give state police time to bolster security in Boquist's presence. Boquist says he's still pursuing a lawsuit against state, pre Senate, state president Senate President Peter Courtney and two other Democratic lawmakers. The Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals has overturned the lower court's decision to toss the lawsuit. We'll be right back with sports and weather. A forest health message to all timber landowners. Insects, disease, and suppressed stands of timber have created an unhealthy forest environment that is susceptible to wildfire. Forest health is a concern to our community and to us at Vaughan Brothers Lumber. To discuss the possible options available for your timberland, call our experienced forestry team at 509-684-5071 for a free on-site consultation or look us up on the web at www.vaganbrothers.com. We have Cougar basketball coming up on Thursday. Washington State travels down to Eugene, Oregon to take on the Ducks. We'll have that game for you on AM 1240-941 KCVL. Pre-game starts at 7 o'clock. Tip-offs at 7.30. 
And we have Panorama Sports on Friday with the kickoff of the basketball season. Colville taking on Northwest Christian at home. Those games will be at 545 and 730 on 92.1 KCRK. Seahawks will be playing on Sunday. They take on the Los Angeles Rams. We'll have that game for you on 92.1 KCRK. Pre-game at 11 o'clock. Kickoff at 105. Today's local weather forecast is brought to you by K9 Designs owner Suzette, along with groomers Brandy, Josie, and Shirley from South Paw will treat your pet to the pampering they deserve. Located at 105 and a half North Main Street, take your pet to K9 Designs today. Well, we are going to see snow throughout the day, especially. Uh, um, up until about the early afternoon, and then it'll kind of start back up again in the late afternoon. We'll have uh, accumulations of another 1 to 3 inches today. We'll have a high near 30 degrees. Tonight, we will see a 30% chance of more snow in the late evening hours. Patchy fog will develop with mostly cloudy skies, a low around 14. And Thursday, we will see a 30% chance of snow, mainly in the mid-morning hours, mostly cloudy with a high near 28. Thursday, tomorrow night, we'll see mostly cloudy skies with a low around zero. Friday, mostly cloudy with a high near 21. Friday night, we'll see a 40% chance of snow, mainly in the overnight hours, cloudy skies with a low around seven. Saturday, a 20% chance of snow, mainly in the mid-morning hours, mostly cloudy with a high near 26. Saturday night, mostly cloudy with a low around 5. Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 22. Sunday night, mostly cloudy with a low around 7. Then Monday, mostly cloudy with a high near 25. Monday night, mostly cloudy, low around 6. And then Tuesday, Partly sunny with a high near 22 degrees. K9 Designs offers $10 walk-in nail trims and full grooming options. Call 684-5959 to make an appointment today. I want to thank you for joining me this morning. I'm Ben Carpenter. It's 32 minutes past 7. 23 degrees outside here in Colville. Have a great morning. We'll be back again at 8 o'clock.